The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. It's time for another edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco. It is Thursday, April 14th. And we are two weeks away from draft day on Thursday, April 28th. I'm sorry. Um, something's wrong here. What's wrong? Uh, no no partition. Right? <laughs> right, number one. Number two. Where's the music? No so, intro? Did y'all lose the, I don't the tape? Know. I don't know. What, what happened, Chris? Maybe we're just not hearing the music. Uh, is that what it is? Okay, so because sure. I got to do my look. You know, that tells you how uh, long it's been since you've been I guess with so. What is no, happening? the partitions went away, and then they came back. I know, and then they went and away. They went away, they went away last week, and, and no They've music. They've been away. I like the music, man. They kind of get, they get away, you. And we haven't done the music in like two months, so where have you been? Come on, man. <laughs> That's not true. That is not oh, that's true. true. <laughs> I like the music, man. What, yeah. Why do we get a, do, do away All right, with it? So I will, lazy? I will no. not that music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make up for the music, and I've been carrying this around with me for three weeks. Uh, I went through some old stuff, and I found this. And I figured you would enjoy it more than me. Oh, you said me. you had something oh, wow. for me. Oh, yeah. That's big time Do we want to explain what this is? Yeah. It's the front page of the sports section of the St. Petersburg Times at the time of Super Bowl Twenty-Four. Everson Walls, a New York giant. <laughs> a giant thriller, 2019. Well, just so you know. Who's, on, to, who's the picture of Just to be accurate, Scott Norwood? not me. That is Myron Guyton. All right. And there is an inside story, and there's mm-hmm. quotes from Everson on one of the stories. Oh, yes. This is good And I stuff, figured you man. would enjoy that. I had it in a pile of old newspapers. So you're this giving it to nice. him, or you I just letting him look at it? No, it's his. Well, you know, the thing, I appreciate this very much, Spags, for real. Because I figured he wouldn't have that. Well, I, I finally said, can you get rid of these newspapers, <laughs> the stack of newspapers? Yeah, before we get a fire hazard going off in here. No, no, I already have. to a hoarder. That's what it is. Uh, I have. Oh, no, you should see the stuff I have, by the way. <laughs> no, I think what this did, for real, um, when they said, uh, thanks, guys, we needed this. You know, the country was really tripping at the time. It's under the paper. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's my fault. Yeah, it was. Oh. And, um, excuse me. Control <laughs> is I'm a girl. Watch. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not as old as I look, okay? But, no, we talked about, I really thought it was important how it talked about the, uh, you know, the Gulf War at the time. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, not was, only was the Gulf War going, I remember before the game, the helicopter, it was a no-fly zone. Yeah. And the yeah. helicopters were flying overhead. And the doors were open, and the turrets were sticking out Is the windows. Is that crazy? 
Is that crazy? As they were flying Is around, I could see the guns. That was, was the like, first. Wow. That was the beginning of of the you know major security. Yeah, long lines now and everything with the wands and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and it didn't matter who won the game. What they meant, what we needed you this. A, they the needed game, a good game. Right, they needed a good a game. good game. That's and they exactly played what they it. were so talking about. It's good yours. Stuff. Thank you, sir. Don't I'll throw it away. Now. I will not. I will I'll tell Myron Guy and I have him. Uh, in the house. There you go. <laughs> All right. Got Good anything stuff. for me? Uh, I gave you yours, but you already had one. The draft guide. Uh, that's right. There it is. Show the show the folks out there the draft guide. <laughs> As a matter of fact, here's there it your is. draft Cowboys guide. Star Magazine. And by the way, if you go on DallasCowboys.com and go to uh, Star Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20% off, so you can get the print copy now sent to you within two business days for $9.99. All right. All right. Very good. So you can have your very own copy. I have something to give you. No, you can't have it, but you can look at it. (laughs) Big green. There it is. Is this the official introduction today? That's right. I'm glad I made it today. This is good stuff. That's right. And if you've got $43 billion, you can buy the big green NFL draft scouting notebook. Or you can buy Twitter. When you look one. at the value of everyone in that book, yes. <laughs> do I, I want the big be. green or do I want Twitter? <laughs> you, want to, you want to buy Twitter or do, would you like to buy the big green notebook? Can I for buy stock in the green, big green notebook? <laughs> right. How much are you selling the shares for? <laughs> you and Mark Cuban going after Twitter, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, all right. What do you want to get into first? Two weeks out from the draft. Two weeks out from the draft. Visits are all taken care of? The board all put together? Uh, I think it's close. Usually uh, that board gets together. um, So we're two weeks away. Usually it gets together uh, before you enter the last week. Mm -hmm. So around, let's see, the draft's the 28th. So around the 23rd or so the board would be put together probably like to get it done before the weekend before the the draft draft. exactly and then what they normally do that week of the draft is they start doing their own mock drafts Mm -hmm. and start picking and and having different scenarios play out and say okay if we get to this pick at this time what do we do if this is available uh, Jerry was asked. They get on those uh, those mock draft simulators online yes, and yes. play it out. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they or they just. I know you you're know. a big fan of the Pro Football Focus mock draft yeah, simulator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking at, I was looking at that. I was, I, you know, you asked me to do some. Uh-huh. NFL draft stuff, and I saw the PFF, and I'm like, oh, nope, not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I better look at another source. <laughs> you Pro guys will be network. mocking me all You know, and they'll go through it and, and appoint somebody for each team, and then they'll they'll do their own mock with the you know the scouts and coaches or whatever. Uh, you know, Jerry was asked yesterday during the uh, block. Chain.com press conference, mm-hmm. the Cowboys in partnership with a cryptocurrency company, mm-hmm. uh, if they would trade up in the draft. And uh, I wrote down his exact quote because I knew somebody would kind of say, oh, yeah, Jerry said they're going to trade up. And his exact quote was, I would trade up since we are down as low as we are in those first two or three rounds. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say the first round. He meant the first two days. And, and, and they should be 
thinking that they could do that. They've got four fifth-round picks. If you're not moving then too far. they have far, a fourth-rounder, too. And a fourth-rounder. You're not moving too far. You could jump a few picks. Uh, even in the, you know, you're at 24. You can get to 22, 20 without giving up your draft. Because what you can do is, like in the case of, uh, now he alluded to the Frederick, uh, but yeah, that was a trade down. But it was a down. Uh, yeah. Now DeMarcus Lawrence was a trade up right. to the top of the second round. So let's say you make your your pick at 24 and then start a day two. You package your third rounder and your second rounder and move up to the top of the second round. Or your fourth. And if you're and, not moving or, but what I was going No, but what I was going to say, you can package, because you've got those four fifth round right, picks. Right. You can do what you did in the Lawrence trade, which is package a three and a two to move up to thirty four. Okay, and make your pick and, and get your guy that you have maybe even had a first round grade, which on. is almost you a know, first round pick. That's right? right, especially in this draft. That as deep as this draft is, there's so many players in this draft. Uh, and then you can make up your third round pick by packaging your fourth and even if it takes a couple of those fits to get into the third round. I think you still want as many top 100 players as you can get. Right, and okay. at this point, they've got three, 24, 56, and 88. But the, the power of those four fifth-round picks is you can you can package a third and a second to move up in the second, and then you can get back into the third right. by using those fifth-round picks with the fourth to move in. Right, up. exactly. And and in the fifth, they got pick, four picks between 155 and 178. So, yeah, they're good picks. And so you just got to let it play out. You don't go in saying, yeah, we're going to move up. You got to see what's available. And I would imagine when they get close to 24 or at 24 with the number of needs they have, and we can talk about what the top three or four are, there's going to be a player there that they would be interested in. This this is a, a, a deep draft. Uh, for offensive linemen, for wide receivers, for defensive ends. Um, so, yeah, they've got enough needs to spread around that, um, you know, there'll be something there. And I don't know if – unless somebody falls, right, in their category of need, um, you know, they could be very flexible and, and, and use whatever. Well, based, based on the abundance of talent, it seems like – that's a possibility, right? Right. I mean, because you have so much talent in this draft. And I, I, you know, I defensive line, defensive end, there could be that defensive tackle there that you say, I just can't pass this guy up. You know, I may not need him as a need, but boy. He's an athlete. Yeah, he's a player. Yeah, the guy from, that dude. we talked about it last week, the guy from Georgia. Uh, the, which one? Yeah, right. <laughs> The, the one that's not as good, right? No, they're, they're yeah. all as good. They're all as good. Jordan, is it Jordan, Jordan Davis? Davis but yeah. Devontae Wyatt. Is, now, Jordan Davis is 6'6", 341 pounds. Uh, he's your one technique, mm -hmm. but he runs right. a 4'7", 8". Now, right. Devontae Which Wyatt. makes him really whatever the hell he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Devontae Wyatt is 6'3", 300 
five pounds, and he's a, your three technique, and mm-hmm. he's got a quick first step. And they're projecting him going that, er, about uh, earlier, right? Either way, I mean, they're, either way, yeah, depending on what your need is. No, they're both they're both projected around. In fact, Dane Brugler has them back to back with his twenty third and twenty fourth overall ranked players. Now, okay. others have Jordan Davis ranked higher, uh, around fifteen or so. Uh, but I mean, it, it's still it's it's still in the ballpark of uh, where the Cowboys are at 24. And I did print out, and I was looking to see where uh, Gil Brandt, he had his top. I haven't seen his. Okay. His top 100. He had Jordan Davis at 19. Um, I might have missed Wyatt. Let's see if I missed him. But he had had them ranked uh, awfully high. Well, some people already have him ranked in the 20s, uh, Wyatt. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, you know, they don't necessarily have him going that that far. Now, like Daniel Jeremiah has Devontae Wyatt as his number two defensive tackle, 29th overall. Uh-huh. Brugler's got him as his number. He Brugler actually has Wyatt ranked ahead of Jordan Davis, his number one defensive tackle, 23 overall. And Jordan Davis... Jeremiah's got him 17th, number one overall defensive tackle, and uh, Brugler's got him 24th. So they're, yeah, they're in the same ball. Gill had him at 45. Got who? What? Wyatt. Yeah. Wyatt, yeah. So, That's a little bit low Yeah. Uh, from what I saw. But, I, hey, our guy, Perion Winfrey, was uh, 48th. Okay. <laughs> and, by the way, I think we missed this, and maybe we didn't, but on March 4th, uh, Gil turned 90 years wow. old. Wow, man. Wow. We did miss that one. I did because I talked to him last a week ago today. And, you know, we were talking about uh, how they ended up, and we talked about it yesterday or last week, I think, how uh, they ended up with Rayfield Wright. Like, how in the hell did they know some guy from Fort Valley State? <laughs> right? Where in the hell did he come from? And, that, that's when the Cowboys were at their best. Well, you know, and, and well, maybe we did because I talked talent. to him after this show on Thursday. So he said, well, we were ahead of everybody because what we did back then – is we found a coach at schools in different areas at the HBCU schools, yep. and we paid them a hundred dollars, like a hundred dollars <laughs> for the year. Yep. And they were our scouts for guys that we might not have, our scouts might not have seen, and just so happened that. Um, Rayfield's coach at Fort Valley State, Stan Lomax, was their guy. And they basically heard from him, it's like, hey, you need to look at this guy as an athlete. He goes, I'm not sure what position he's at, but he's an athlete. And that happened with Too Tall Jones the year before. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people didn't know that Too Tall was, or actually it would have been 70, no, no, it was 74. 74, Too Tall. A lot of people didn't know that he was eligible for the draft. A lot of people thought he had one more year, Mm -hmm. and he didn't. And so when the Cowboys made the pick, everyone said, wait, wait he's not yeah, eligible. You can't do that. <laughs> and, and, and the coach there told him, no, wait, he played. He actually played this year that wasn't accounted That's for. That's unfair. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you got to watch those HBCUs. Our records might not be as official and, as you want them to right? be, you know. And he Gil said, was down there in the mix mucking things up there. And he said once a year they would bring all these guys in and, and have like a – 
you know, a little get together. And, you know, he goes, or we'd go out on the road and buy them lunch. And and they would help us with guys like Rayfield Wright, who uh, thought he was going to play basketball until, um, you know, the Cowboys uh, offered and, him. And even when he came here, he had no idea he, he was going to wind up playing no. offensive yeah, he, tackle. He basically told me, he told me, uh, during that interview, Bill, I found the interview we had with him up in the Cowboys uh-huh. club, and and he said basically that he didn't think he was going to make it in football. They drafted him in the seventh round, so he said, "Well, the Cowboys uh, training camp began uh, the middle of July, and I figured, okay, I'll go to that, and then when I get cut, the training camp for the Cincinnati Royals and the NBA started in the Oscar middle Robertson. of August. <laughs> and he goes, I'll just go, go play basketball with Oscar play Robertson. With the big O. You know what? I went back and listened to that whole show. It was it was an all-timer. Not because of us, because of Rayfield yeah. opening up about his background. So where did you find it? Uh, I Googled Cowboys legend show Rayfield Wright. Okay, I'm going to do the same, and I'll tweet it out. And uh, nice it was really good. And by the way, his memorial service is tomorrow. Right. Uh, passed away at 76. Uh, Did you know when he had the stroke? Did you? I knew he had some seizures mm-hmm. uh, and that he was struggling. Right. And uh, the last thing I heard was it didn't look good. And obviously uh, he didn't. And it's a shame because he was – he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. He goes all the way back uh, for us in, in Hamilton Park. You know, they would come down. You know, all the old school guys, they come to Gramps. Eat at your mom's my mom's place, But there was the Gramps Barbershop. Oh, okay. That was the main thing. That's where they come get a haircut. Uh-huh. Because, uh, of course, the practice facility was, was over right near Right up yeah. the street a couple of miles, Forest Lane and Abrams. And we were right there at Forest Lane at 635. And so they just come right down the street a couple of miles. And uh, Rayfield Wright was there. Jethro P was big. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Hamilton Park, and, uh, and of course, Dorset. Uh, mm-hmm. As we got older, Dorset would come down all the time and get his hair cut. And that was like celebrity row, man. People would be outside, you know, just kind of talking with him. And, and it was no big deal back in the day. That was God, such a long time ago. They come, they run through. And even when I made the team, uh, Rayfield was like, hey, is your mom Miss Walls? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was it. And I remember seeing big guys. But I can't necessarily say that I, I could know that was uh, Ray Ray Ray. I could have thought it could have been Jethro Pugh for all I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, but at that time, they were just big guys down there. Could have been Willie Towns or something. Yeah. Very true. Willie, Willie Towns were <laughs> big-time minutes in uh, in Hamilton Park. Did he really? Yes. No, They they some of them would come to our churches. Uh, Doug Dennison, you know, was a, was a member of Hamilton Park First Baptist Church for a minute. Huh. So, yeah, we had some, some de- cowboys there always connected to the cowboys. So when I made it, you know, it was like, okay, this is – you know, and all those cool. guys, Willie Towns, Jethro Pugh, Rayfield, mm-hmm. they stayed here after sure their playing did. days. Sure you know? did. Yes, sir. Good so time. anyway, good yeah. And so, yeah, Rayfield, uh, it, was a, it was a really, really good show. And he did tell us the story about his one catch he had <laughs> as a tight end. And he talked about how he lined up here and Bob Hayes lined up there. And, uh, you know, Meredith ended up throwing him the pass over the middle. I found, I actually found the video of it. And uh, it was a 15 yard touchdown pass. He went in untouched, right? I saw that. And he said, Didn't, we, didn't they show that? Uh, 
They've shown that before on the video. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he said years later he, uh, he went up to Meredith. They were at some function. He says, hey, Don, do you remember throwing me that touchdown pass? And he goes, oh, hell, Rayfield, I wasn't throwing the ball to you. You were so tall, <laughs> you jumped up and got in the way. I was trying to throw it to Bob Hayes. <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, it was uh, it was a good walk down his memory lane, by the way. All right, and I have found it, and so in the next break, I will tweet it out. How's okay, that? that sounds good. Excellent. Okay, all right, and it's about time for that next break. What do you want to get into when we come back here? Let's talk a little bit about positions. Yeah, I'd like that. that in I'd the like draft. that. Positions in the draft, and we'll get to Everson's homework assignment as well. Yes. When don't, don't, mix don't shots continues in a moment. <laughs> Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. All right, and I... Uh tweeted out the uh, show from the Cowboys legend show that Mickey was referring to with Rayfield Wright uh, at, uh, at CBS 11, Bill Jones. You can take a look at that. And uh, after you listen to Mick shots, that's right. <laughs> and call in 888-855-2297. All right, there you go. We're taking phone calls since Everson's not hogging up the line. That's today. right. All right. Very man. good. I'm here today. All right. Uh, all right. Positions of need for the Cowboys. They are aplenty. Yes. And uh, I think we probably could each pick one and we'll be right. 
Okay, so we want to do that. You want to pick a position of need. I'm going to pick a position of need. Okay, are you saying that with the first round pick, first round you would pick. like to see a player at this position picked? Right. Okay. And 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 again, second and third round still could be addressed if you didn't do it mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is sort of probably I'm tipping my hand what I'm going to write about for tomorrow. Uh, but my need, and there's plenty of them, I think, in the first round, will be wide receiver. Hmm. Gee, what a surprise. And we've already had that discussion yes, with, uh, with Everson. Uh, <laughs> and my priority is since they've got CeeDee Lamb. Are you want to hear ours, and then we will discuss? Yes, go ahead. Everson, you go next. I, I'm, first round, we're talking first round pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, you know where I stand. You know, I love the excitement of the wide receivers and all of that. But when we talk about our running game and the lack thereof at the end of the season, we talk about the four-man rush that's getting to our quarterback, I have to go with an offensive tackle. All right? And the one that I see right now is Trevor Penning from Northern mm. Iowa. Offensive tackle. He's, oh, a, I, he's a stud. He's nasty. He's nasty. And that's what you need out there, man. He's six, he's six feet six inches tall, 330 pounds. Wingspan's, what, 83 inches? Oh, my God. That's, that's a lot. His hands are <laughs> 10 and a quarter. That's huge. Mm-hmm. This is what you need, guys. This is what you need. You guys want to go with the fluff, man. Well, I want to go with the, the you know, the, I want to get down the trenches with it. That's where you need to get better, in the trenches. We are known as a team that is soft. I think Trevor can bring a little grit to this Dallas Cowboys offensive line because we have been ridiculed in the latter parts of the season, and I'm getting tired of it. We need to be strong in the trenches down the stretch. Playoff football. We are not there Trevor can get us there. And uh, he, at 6'7", 325 pounds, ran a 4.8940. His cone drill was 7.25, which is really, really good for an offensive lineman. Come on now. And uh, here's the other thing about him is I think he could play guard. If you decide that your best five offensive linemen would be to have Terrence Steele start at right tackle. He could play left guard and then in his second year move to an offensive tackle position. And we keep talking about swing tackles. And that's the only way I would agree to that, that the guy has to be able to play guard. What about the swing tackle position? You don't want to. You don't want to take an off. No, I'm not taking a first round pick and be a swing tackle. <laughs> okay, what? If, no, no. Oh. In addition to being a swing tackle. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, do not both. Just, yes, yes, yes. All right. Here's the pecking order on the offensive linemen, uh, offensive tackles. Okay. okay. You got the two at the very top, Icky right. Aquanu and Evan Neal, All and right. they're going to go in the top five, six picks. Right. Okay. And then you've got Charles Cross from Mississippi State. And he is being projected by some as as a top ten pick. Uh, there have been some who say he might slide, and there are some who say that the Cowboys might even be able to package from twenty four, move up if they really like him, take him. All right, what if uh, Gill has him at five? He's got him at five. Or let's say let's say he slid to but sixteen. He's a true guard. No, he's a tackle. He's a tackle. Offensive okay. tackle. And some say he's the best pass blocking tackle in this draft. Who are we talking about again? Charles Cross, okay, Mississippi good. State. Right. Okay. I'm just throwing him out there I as an him, example. I saw him because in the Mickey said he doesn't want to take a tackle unless he's 
going to start for you, okay? All right, here's here's a guy that, in all likelihood, the way he is rated, and you are trading up to take him, he's probably going to be your starting right tackle if you're drafting him in the first round, okay? Now Terrence Steele becomes your swing tackle. You still don't have your guard, but are you willing to do that? Well, my thoughts are when they cut Lael Collins in their mind – they did it because Terrence Steele played better than him right. last year. Right. right. And so they're – and at, like I always say, at some point, you can't have a stake at every offensive line position. Let me throw one more thing on this. Now, not just for this year. Now, for this year, mm-hmm. Cross could start at There'll right tackle. There'll be another tackle next year. Be, Cross could start at right tackle. He's being projected by some, Gilbrand included, as a – Top five pick in this draft, mm-hmm. meaning that he has the ability to play left tackle and eventually replace Tyron Smith as your uh, left tackle. But he's not going to be the last guy that can replace Tyron okay. Smith. All right. So now your pick. Uh, best player. No, 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 <laughs> best, no. Best player available at a position of need. I'm, I'm serious. I want the best player available <laughs> that at, wasn't at, at, no, at man, a position good. of need. Okay, and they've got a position. And of a position need. of need would be a wide receiver. Uh-huh. It would be an offensive guard or tackle. It could be a linebacker. It could be uh, a defensive tackle or end or a defensive end. Or especially a defensive This is a bailout, guys. This is no, a bailout. But, I'm not going for this. seriously. Bail. This is a bailout. I want the best player there, okay? If I've got, let's say, I mean, let's just use an That ex- wasn't the premise. That was let's, not the premise, let's, facts. Let's, uh, I'm trying to think of an, of an example of uh, a guy. Okay, here's for instance. Okay. Go back in the Cowboys' past, okay? In 2008, the Cowboys had two first-round draft picks, Okay. They took Mike Jenkins and Felix Jones right. with those two first-round draft picks because they had a need at cornerback and they had a, a need at running Mike back. Mike Jenkins. Okay? God, the guy I wanted to draft that year was Jordy Nelson. Okay? He went early second round. I thought with one of those two first-round picks, they need Jordy Nelson. Okay? And be, and think back to where the Cowboys were at wide receiver. T.O. Was, was right at the end. You know, T.O. It was no, the end. He of the, was at the end. He was at the end. Whatever. <laughs> what did the Cowboys have to do in 2008 during the season? Because they they were so short at wide receiver. They traded for. They Roy traded Williams. for Roy Williams, and they gave up their first round draft pick in 2009. How awful was the 2009 draft? Didn't have a first-round draft pick and then started trading down whatever in the second round. It was a bad draft to begin with, all in all. But my point is, okay, we didn't think that they necessarily had a need at wide receiver, but the Jordy Nelson's a better player than Felix Jones or Mike Jenkins. So take Jordy Nelson with that pick, and then you don't have to give up your first-round draft pick for All right, what so, if the best player available is a safety? I've got You're another, taking a safety? You, no. Not in the first what round. What if it's a quarterback? Yeah, what if it's a quarterback <laughs> or a position, back? I'm saying at a position of okay, need. So what, okay, so give me your position of need then. Well, After I, what we just well, said. Well, here's the other part of it is. What, what I'm anticipating, what I'm anticipating Can you at least too, give us a position of need? I, just give us I, that. Wide re- I love taking a wide receiver. I gave okay. you I gave okay. you my positions okay. of need, okay? okay. You I said love, every position. That was no, <laughs> no, I said wide receiver. Offensive guard or tackle, whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Defensive tackle. 
right, we, we got linebacker. We, we, we have to we have to to, to pare it down. Uh, so okay, if it's right, wide let receiver, me give you, okay, I'll give you players. Gotcha. I mean, what if I'll give you what players. if what if again some position that you don't need and Micah Parsons is there? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you players. <laughs> okay, if. Wide receiver. I okay. mean, there's there's several that could yes, be there. Yes, they are. Traylon yeah. Burks, Chris Olave. Right. If this Drake London falls, mm-hmm. I mean, any of those guys, snap them up. Love it. Defensive tackle. If Jordan Davis is there, oh, I want that without Jordan a Davis. Without a doubt. If Devontae Wyatt is there, I'll take Devontae Wyatt. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, linebacker. Nicobe Dean. Right. I love this guy. I do too. And he's he's likely going to be there. Yep. I mean, it sounds like he's going to be there. Okay. And so do I if I think Nicobe Dean is going to be a Pro Bowl player at linebacker, uh-huh. why would I take an offensive guard to fill a quote unquote need right there? That offensive guard, I don't project him to be a Pro Bowl player in his career. I'm gonna. I want to take the guy who in the first round who I think has a potential to be a Pro Bowl player at a position of need. Um, when you look at the Cowboys' best that draft wasn't moments, the question. When you look at the Cowboys' best draft moments, have they ever compromised themselves in that manner? Yes. Give me an example. Their best moments. Yes. Oh, I was going to say their worst moments. No, they no, no. Best side. moments. I, I know you know worse because you're a rancher. I want to know the best moments. That the Cowboys had to where they needed someone they want they need to fill in the spot and they said you know what we're last year we're going Micah Parsons okay because they were dead set on drafting a cornerback and the cornerbacks were off the board and, mm-hmm. thank goodness the cornerbacks yes. were gone it was like a godsend <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody was sitting there going oh no the two for cornerbacks once. are gone and I'm going no because my man Parsons is there how about and, the year before besides that C D Lamb yeah, same thing. So, and, so and then you got Trayvon Diggs in the second round. And Jerry mentioned that during his last press conference. He basically said, yeah, we need this, this, and this, but, unless Micah Parsons or C.D. Lamb is sitting there. Right. And See, my, that changes your mind. My point is— uh, But it's a position that you could qualify using, Right. When you say best player available, because mm-hmm. best player I'm sorry, available, Bill's thinking of right. it though, you yeah. better not right. take a tight end. Because there, right? And, and I'm not going to get well, caught yeah. up in the fact that I need a I need a left guard. No, because I'm with I can you. go yes. find. Uh, there, there, there's a veteran left guard on the street right now who I can go sign. Who this year is going to be a better football player for my team when you than a rookie him coming in, in and here. he starts to suck. <laughs> then you guys will be. Well, see, that's why he was available because he's not that good. You know, come on, guys. We but you can be. get one in the second round. Mm-hmm. And there's there's free agent wide receivers you can still sign, right? Jarvis Landry's still out there. Uh, that would be a nice pickup. I, I see Sammy Watkins. That would be a really nice Sammy Watkins right was going to visit somewhere mm-hmm. uh, today. T. Y. Hilton, Manuel Sanders, Alan Hearns, by the way. And here's one that uh, I didn't realize he was still available. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, Texas wide receiver, mm-hmm. track star. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't. He he was one of the COVID outs Where in 2020. He? he was with the Giants, and then last year I think Bears? he ended up with the Bears, and he didn't get to play much at all. 
He's from Rowlett, too. You might be able to get him for a song and a dance. But see, you, you guys like T.Y., I, I don't see you getting them for cheap, right? Well, a but guy like Landry. Is, but is those guys are all out, still out there. I know, but I'm just wondering, are they out there looking for big deals or are they out there looking for uh, one-year deals? Well, I'll tell you what. If, if because I'm a, a Landry, is a, that's a major pick If pickup. I'm out there and it's May 1st, the draft's over, yeah. and I'm still out there, yeah, yeah a one-year deal for Reese Landry or T.Y., that would be because amazing. Because last that week, would be amazing. Mm-hmm. you know, Miami was trying to trade Devontae Parker, and the Cowboys made a phone call. And I bet they wanted – they only wanted to give up a fifth, and I think they ended up getting a third uh, for mm-hmm. wherever he went. Uh, so oh, yeah. they're still looking at the veteran wide wide receivers, <laughs> mm-hmm. but for the price that they want to pay. Okay, not a long term deal for some guy. So that's we're not thirty so years. We're old. not going to try and tie Bill down. Then we're going to let him. Well, yeah, wide receiver, wide receiver is the first guy. Okay, because for I'm, you, wide receiver is the first guy. Um, if if all things being if if all those guys yeah, are available, all if, all, if all those guys are available for me. I probably would take the wide receiver first, and it would be. Although that if Jordan Davis is there, that, that would change. <laughs> he, he's Micah Parsons uh-huh. to me. Yeah, from what I've seen, even though he's not a three-down player, right? But he's, he doesn't have to be a three-down player. He no. frees up Micah Parsons to make plays. He he would he would be so good on first and second that when they got so the you third, would be happy with him being in the middle. Oh yeah, and putting Parsons on the on the end. No, 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 you're no. talking the, the nose tackle, oh, okay. Gordon okay. Davis. Okay. Now, yeah. but oh, oh, to your point, yeah. N'Kobe Dean yeah. is the linebacker. Yes, yes. And he frees up Michael Parsons, too. Now, you can play them both at linebacker. Or, is he a three-down player? Yeah, N'Kobe Dean is. Okay. Yes. And um, you can play him at linebacker, and then Parsons can is freed up to play on the edge. If that's what you want to do. On in, certain in, plays. In, I mean, you can go from play to play. And I still think they'll do that regardless. Right. Uh, with Van Der Esch and if Jabril Cox can play. But, again, that's a big if on Jabril Cox because we And Jabril don't know. Cox is not the, the same type line. He, right. He is, he's a nickel linebacker. Yeah, he's, yeah, I, yeah. he's not a he's not, linebacker. Right. Yeah. So Yeah, and, and, and if you get a true guy in the middle, and that's why they, they sign Van Der Esch to the contract, to let him play middle so you can put Parsons at weak, or strong, or whatever you want to do with them, and, and move them around. So, yeah, and, and and so that's the beauty of what this draft is for the Cowboys because they've got these needs, right? And they've got needs that you can qualify taking in the first round. I mean, I think we've hit them. We've hit them well, all. Once again, guys, where we failed. I know. Last I know. year, where we failed was on the offensive line, and that has got to be addressed and not in a casual manner. It needs to be somewhere. If it ain't the top, it needs to be it top needs a two. Second. Yeah. You see, that's that's just. And I'll repeat what I said last week about if you look at where the money's going in the NFL, and now we found another quarterback to go into the top five, but past quarterback, the next amount of money being spent is on wide receivers. I know. And there's a reason for that because they do make a difference in the game. And I'm with you. you got to fortify that line. got to fortify but, that gosh, line, can I get a, can I get a starting guard in the second round or third round? And they've tried. Now, Connor Williams was fine until he started 
getting called for holding, right? I, I never thought he was fine. Well, I think he was good enough. Mm -hmm. He wasn't Larry Allen. Right. Okay? Right. Uh, and Larry Allen, by the way, was found in the second round. He was. That's right. Sonoma State. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Which good story on him. So when we did a big uh, documentary on Larry, when we went to California and we went to San Luis Obispo, his head coach from Sonoma State was the head coach there now. And he said, yeah, he said, I had this assistant coach, and he kept telling me about this Larry Allen, this Larry Allen. He, you, you got to give him a scholarship. And he goes, okay, bring him in. So they bring Larry Allen in to the gym, and Larry shows up with a all-white <laughs> warm-up suit, right? And, and, and the assistant coach kept telling the head coach, and, and by the way, this guy's a good basketball player. So Larry shows up at his, what, 6'3"? Let me guess he had a dip in his mouth, too. Yeah, that, that part they left out. I can't, I can't get that out of my head. And he shows up at 6'3", 325, or whatever he was, and uh, he said, okay, Larry, you know, coach doesn't believe me, but he says, you know, you can dunk. And they gave him the basketball. They were in the gym, and he stood underneath the basket, no warm-up, no running start, jumps and dunks the ball. And the head coach goes, he's got a scholarship. Yes, yes. <laughs> they, had the same, they had the same story about Nate Newton. They said at FAMU he could, he could dunk the basketball. And to me, that's just amazing. Right. Just the athletes that these guys were. And then they, they go to these small schools, and you wonder, like, what were you guys looking at? Is it a 10-foot goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't, you don't believe Nate? It wasn't, you don't believe Nate? It wasn't By the a, way, Nate didn't tell me that story. <laughs> Nate did not tell me that story, okay? These are other FAMU players that told me that story. And it wasn't a w, WBA no, basketball? No, it was none of that. No, no ABA, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, the Cowboys making some roster news, and I've got that for you when we come back oh. here on Mix Shots in just a moment. Before there was a draft, you could size up a Cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com slash Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. <laughs> well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. 
and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back, back, to mixed shots. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lens for you. See more, do more, Essilor. And uh, breaking news, the Cowboys have informed punter Hunter Nicewander they are waiving him on Thursday, according to Michael Gilkin of the Dallas Morning News. Well, uh, which means uh, he's healthy now. Mm-hmm. Remember, they put he's him on injury. Fully recovered so, from the back injury. So they don't have to pay him any injury settlement. So they hung on to him until uh, he got so healthy. So he was enough. there before anger. Yeah, he was. I was trying to remember the, the time. He was the year before, right? Mm-hmm. And he he came in when Zerline got hurt, or what? What happened? And he ended up kicking. In 2020, he appeared in eight games yeah. and punted 26 times, 47 yard average. He was and pretty he, good. He had 10 kicks inside the 20. Yeah. That year, so uh, he was pretty good. Yes, I yeah. do recall. It's unfortunate. But now they're paying anger. Anger uh, is better. Big money. <laughs> at least he had a better year last year. Wet, but if you look at his contract, it, it's basically a, a one-year deal, and the guarantees are like maybe $4 million. They mm-hmm. can get out of it for less than a hundred. I mean, less than a million after one year. But it's a three-year, nine, $9 million and he deal. Would, so he was with the Cowboys in camp, and then he suffered the back injury and was placed on IR for the entire season and then in anger, 2021. And then Anger had the best season yeah. of his career. Right. So are we going to let him stay and kick? Anger? He's no. the punter. No, no. Hunter. Uh, nice wanders no, no. out on the he's, Nice wanders gone. He's, he's gone. Yeah. So Hunter the punter. All right. So what are you thinking about kicker then? Kicker no, is gonna, a that, need. So first round. As a matter of fact, when Stephen Jones <laughs> was asked if he's the best athlete out best there. athlete available. <laughs> yeah, well, think that so. ain't gonna happen with best athlete available, right? Hey man, he might be it's a, a position he might need. be a rugby type guy. He could even play in the well, slot. It was we the needed. guy they drafted that year. Uh was it a seventh round pick? What year? He had played special teams back in the two thousands. Uh what was his name? Um David Beeler? Was it Beeler? The the athlete? Yeah, it was Beeler, yeah. right? Yeah, because because they said, oh, he he's that a was place that 09 kicker, draft, wasn't but it? he could yeah, he that, could, that's yeah. infamous 09. and uh-huh. he could also play special teams <laughs> right. for us, right? Uh-huh. And he had his he moments. And John Phillips, the tight end, were the only thing they got out of those twelve yeah. picks. <laughs> that you talk about a dirty dozen. That was a dirty dozen <laughs> draft picks. So, <laughs> kicker, all they got right now is uh, Nager. Is that how you say it? Nagar? Nager. He's, he, he kicked at SMU one year. He was a punter, and then he ended up kicking. Uh, and and so, uh, but other than that, I mean, they got to go and find a veteran kicker to come in and at least compete with him. And I'm if going they with don't, I'm going with Chris Nagar, N-A-G-G-A-R, but I don't know how to pronounce. Okay, and 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 that's all be, they you have. Be careful with that name. Yeah, I know. That's why I hesitated. <laughs> um, I didn't want to get myself in trouble, in trouble, right, and have to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
if if you look at veteran and Stephen said they they asked him the question at the owners meeting what do you need to do uh, to shore up your roster so you don't have to reach in the draft and the first thing he said was well we need a kicker meaning a veteran kicker mm-hmm. well I looked at the available veteran kickers out there and stop me when one of the names stop you <laughs> Michael Badgley Sam Ficken Matt Amendola any of that get you excited? And I asked somebody about those guys, and they said, yeah, they're those guys that, you know what? They're, they, they're in the carousel every they week. Got, yeah, every week. <laughs> and, and every year, it's a, like a one-year deal, and then they move on, and you got to find somebody else. Uh, Badgley probably was the best uh, of the group. Uh, he, he was a free agent kicker from Miami. Uh, he ended up in his career making 70 of 87 uh, field goals, so he did a, a pretty good job. The other guys were, you know, just guys. Uh, Matt Amendola was from Oklahoma State. He, he kicked 11 games for the Jets, uh, and then the Jets signed Zerline this year. So um, it's it's a pretty uh, slim group. Uh, and then when I looked at the guys that were listed as some of the top guys, uh, kickers uh, in the draft, uh Cameron Dicker from Texas. Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. <laughs> they just um, the Cowboys just waved Hunter the punter, and so now they can go draft <laughs> Dicker the kicker. This last year, he was 13 uh, of 15. He made 12 of 13 from 20 to 50. So to me, that's your money kicks, right? Whatever you make 50 plus is great. That's where they are. But you've got to make the, the ones from 20. Uh, to 50. And then at LSU, uh, Cade York who's from, from right, Prosper. Prosper, right up the tollway. So they should know uh, all about him. His last two years at LSU, he kicked all four. Mm-hmm. Last two years, he was 33 of 39, and he made five of seven 50-plus uh, with a long of 56. Nice. So – you know, that's pretty nice. You got to mention the other guy, uh, Gabe Gabe Brickett, Brickett, <laughs> Burkich, 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 B R K I C. Listen to Burkich. He said Burkich. I know. That's what you said, Gabe Burkich. Burkich. I didn't listen. Right? Listening's a skill. I'm I'm double. You know, where's he from? Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma, Everson. Oh well, come on. That's he's here. Let's go. That's he good. was 20 of 26 He's not from Missouri, is he? the last two years, so he, he improved as he went along. 57 of 69 for his career. When you go back to LSU. Cade York. This guy's kicking off of grass. Uh, at home. Natural grass. Yeah. That's pretty good. So it's the Norman guy. Who? Burkich. Oh. <laughs> Where's Burkich? Where's he, where's he uh, kicking at? What, what, what uh, school is that? Oh, you didn't listen. Uh, Oklahoma. I did not listen. I just Oklahoma. Said Oklahoma. No, he's not kicking off of grass. Yeah. They have grass in Oklahoma? Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was turf. He, so which one do you like? He probably kicked off turf at Prosper. Who has the, <laughs> I tell you what, when you go to Oklahoma, the wind is blowing there. That's so right. The wind's not blowing. Right. The wind's not blowing wind down in Baton Rouge. Sweeping down the plains. <laughs> it sure does. So we, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that in Baton Rouge. You got nothing but humidity. We bragged about the four fifth-round picks, would you? Use a fifth? Well, 
Dane Brugler has Cade York, his number one rated kicker, mm-hmm. and he has a grade of a fifth or sixth round pick on him. There you Gabe go. Gabe Burkich is his number two, mm-hmm. sixth or seventh round grade, and Cameron Dicker, the kicker, seventh round grade out of Texas. If, if you're kicking, I got to say, if you, if you use all of those, everything being equal, then you start looking at, you know, the, the weather, the field, and all of that. It's tough kicking in Oklahoma. That I wonder wind, where that, that wind is, is blowing all the so time. So you're going to have to help me with this. The uh, kicker, uh, it was the rookie from Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I he's wonder, fifth round pick. Fifth is that uh-huh. what he was? Yep. Okay, and he was awfully good. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was stellar. So to me, <laughs> he was stellar. To me, when we hit training camp, you're going to have McPherson. McPherson, you're going to have Nagar. You're going to have a veteran guy you signed on a one-year deal, and you're going to have a fifth-round pick, and let's compete. And we'll be sitting there watching practices underneath the goalposts, looking at every kickoff or Mm -hmm. kick uh, competition they Mm -hmm. have. They usually give them all six, and everybody's going to get six, and how many can make. But that's what's going to happen. I like the Oklahoma guy. I really do. Simply just be, the, the conditions themselves, potential conditions, kind of sways me a little bit, tilts the scales in his favor. Plus, they scored a lot of points in his career there, and so he's got a lot of experience kicking. Does right? he? Does he have a lot of? <laughs> of course, LSU. Have... The Cade York. The, he was with Joe Bur- on Joe Burrow's team, and they scored a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. And, and most of those came against Oklahoma in the bowl think, game. And I think he was. I think he was nearly perfect on his extra points. Ah <laughs> uh, well. Ah, uh, that's be. a big thing. That's right. And you also got to look at kickoffs. Yeah, but their extra points are not as, as no, 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 yeah, no. That's right. You better that's be right. nearly perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and then you got to look at kickoffs too. You know, can you get the ball in the end? Zone? I'm waiting on Bill to come with some information. He's strolling over here. He's I'm just looking up. I thought uh, you were going to be. I was look, on the Sooner website you, looking up Gabe Burkich. I wanted to see you know, how many uh-huh. how many kicks does he have versus uh, the guy down at LSU. You know, it was. I a, thought Mickey gave that to us. I did. Comparison. I didn't give you Burkich. Right. No, no, he was 57 of 69. Right. Now, Burkich in, t- in 2019 was 17 for 17 on field goals. Okay. That's when I liked him. He was 20 of 26 in 2020, and he was 20 of 26 in 21. And he missed an extra po- one extra point in his career, 159 out of 160. All right. So there's so possibility. Do you have the point after touchdowns for York and Dicker? I didn't write that okay. down. Sorry. All right. PAT is not impressed. Now, if you start well, talking, it doesn't matter because the college extra point is not. And that's what I'm saying. If you look at what he's is, what's he kicking from 30 to 35? What are they doing from 30 to 35? Yards? Right. That's what you want to see. That's the stat because that's going to be the. And that's, that's what that's I wrote down on Dicker. PAT. He was 12 of 13 between 20 and 49. Good point. Good point. Right. Okay. And the thing you liked about York, he was five of seven from 50 plus. So he's got That's the leg. Like. He's got the leg That's to do it, like. and if you can do that, then your kickoffs are probably pretty good too. All right, uh, but it's a need. 
looking ahead next Thursday. And by the way, I need to bail out early. Now, y'all, you you two want to take it to the we'll bottom of the hour? We'll guy? take it to I have the to end. Go, I have to go do a Zoom with Dane Brugler, which you'll be able to see the contents of that Zoom on CBS 11 on Sunday night. And let him know that yeah. we gave him yeah, good we gave him pub a lot of right pub here. here like, like, mix shot. like he didn't get enough pub on <laughs> DallasCowboys.com. He got a mix shot. <laughs> um all right, so next week, though, there will be a week out from the draft, and I assume on draft day we won't have a show in the morning well, on draft not? day? or I, I don't know. I'm just can you wondering. do it? I can do it. I can do it. Okay. All right. I don't give a damn. Powers that be. Will. We have to ask Chris if he can do it. That's right, because he'll be working until midnight. Because he'll be working until midnight, hours of the right? Morning. All right. Ah, he's tough. I've been told yet. Sorry. So y'all keep going, and I'm going to get my you. stuff, no. and I've got to go okay. set up for build. my Zoom. Okay. All right. All right. Keep we're talking. Gonna have, we're going to have Mickey. a Mick, we're going to have Mick rant right here, and then we'll just okay. rant on out. Have Everson talk about <laughs> all his homework over there. I yeah. still got yeah, yeah. I still got stuff for you, baby. I want to know what Philly's doing. You know what they're going to do with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, what are the gonna commanders going to do? They're going to play them. What are the commanders going to do with, with uh, Wentz? They're going to play them. W-I-N-C. <laughs> W-I-N-C. You wince when you yeah, watch you them play? You wince when you watch Wentz play. All right, so since I've got a list here, mm-hmm. um, this was the list from Bucky Brooks as the top wide receivers okay. in the draft. Okay. Uh, first, he had Drake London from Southern Cal. Uh, second, and I was a little bit surprised by this one, uh, Jameson Will- Williams from Alabama, who's mm. coming off a torn ACL ah, yes. in the championship he, he game. The championship. Love him. Yes. I, I do, too, but would you take him with a first-round pick? Yes. That high. If he's there at 24, you might be able to qualify it, Right. Uh, because he's probably not ready to play, is he? Are you going to pay Michael Gallup? He's such a young man. Are you going to pay Michael Gallup? He's coming off an ACL. It's the exact same he's thing. And do you want both of those guys not ready to play? You want both of them not ready to play to start the season? It's the potential. He's young. He's too caught up in September of 2022. You need to think about the next five years. That's right, man. That dude's a stud. That's why they were going at him. He was killing it before he got hurt. All right, I don't want to hear any complaints. The Cowboys always take somebody that's hurt, and they out Jalen Smith because uh, he's available. Uh, okay, he had him second. Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson of Ohio State was third. Um, uh, uh, J- Jason Dotson? Okay. Penn that's State. That's Penn State, yes. Chris Olave, Ohio State. And then after that, they had – Traylon Burks from what are they, what are they? I thought was maybe they're going Arkansas. to alphabetical order. Maybe no, but why no. is Burks not? Uh, Bur- they, yeah, they had Burks next, and then John Mechie from Alabama. I like. Oh, Bur- he, I like- he hurt it. He hurt himself too. Mechie got hurt. Mm. Yes, he did. Mechie got hurt. Uh, and then George Pickens of Georgia. So those were his top. So. I don't know if all those guys are first round. I think the first five I gave you were figured to be first round, and the other guys you might be able to get uh, late in the first round or at some point in the second round. And at that point, when you're looking at wide receivers, it all depends on the system that you go to. Right, and the type. Yeah, because yes. they all fit different things. That's right. you got Burks, who's a, a bigger receiver. I don't know if he's got a lot of speed. 
<clears throat> but, you know, he's a more athletic receiver out there. And, you know, there are certain teams like uh, the Titans. Right. They love athletic wide receivers. I mean, you look at the, the Niners, athletic wide receivers. So if I look at Gill's top 100, Garrett Wilson, he had him ranked the eighth best player uh, in the draft. Uh, Drake London was ranked 13th. 14th, right behind him, Traylon Burks, uh, the kid from Arkansas. Yes. So this shows you how there's different uh, – you know, everybody looks at guys differently. That's like if you look at Lockett, you know, for Seattle. Right. If he wouldn't have gone and played under with Russell Wilson, would he be as dynamic with anyone else, with any other system? Not necessarily with he, – he can't thrive in a particular system, but would it showcase his talents the way that Seattle's offense did? Uh, Gill had Jameson Williams ranked 27th. And right behind him at 28 was Chris Olave. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of in the Cowboys draft wheelhouse uh, when they're at 24th. Now, he, you know, he, he wrote, he recently, uh, meaning Williams, said he's ahead of schedule. Well, all those guys that suffered ACLs right. are ahead of schedule. Yeah, they're young, that's why. Right? That's all they're, they're, they're And they're not going to say anything different. But they're plus, right? plus they're babies, though. They, they can heal right. so much quicker and then they come back stronger as if nothing ever happened. Let's see. And like I said, uh, Spags. You want to know Dane Brugger's ranking? Make I have it. For okay, and, okay, and I'll just get one more at 38. Um, Gillhead, Jahan Dodson mm -hmm. uh, there. That far down? Yeah. So um, on the athletic, it goes uh, Wilson, Williams, London, Alave, and Burks as first rounders, and Jahan Dotson as a first second rounder. So he has six basically. As well, and, 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 and you, you know see what? Somebody like a Dotson, he comes from a Big Ten team. They don't yeah. throw the ball that much, right? You know, you can see him escaping from that system and just thriving in a whole other system that's going to showcase his talents. And it's like almost like, what flavor do you need? Because right. do you need an X guy? Do you need a slot guy? Do you need a guy that can play all three? Um, do you need one like a Debo that can play in the backfield? Right. Someone that can carry the ball like Hand we're going to be doing ball. with C.D. Lamb right. this year and we've done in the past. So you want, as a wide receiver now, you can do so many things to impact the team other than just sitting out wide and catching flies. Catching nines. And I, and I think, I, if I remember correctly, uh, Burks, uh, I think they handed him the ball maybe. Because uh, it says with the next closest player, uh, I don't know, that was just, they're just talking about he ran for one touchdown. So, uh, yeah, if you can find you a can guy like it. that. You can see that in him. Yeah. Because yeah, he's got that kind of build and he's that physical. And he's got some speed yes, to he him does. also. Which... Um, we could always use. You could, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, Pollard showed how valuable he can be as a kickoff return guy. Yes. Uh, and if you're going to start giving him more carries, uh, which I don't know will actually happen, then you may not want him returning kickoffs. You put a young guy back there that can. When you do look it at guys you. like like Debo, when you look at guys like Brown from the Titans, mm -hmm. you know, these are the guys that if you can get those kind. That's the ones you want. They may not be as fluid at wide receiver, 
but they're good enough to go down and make plays on the ball wherever it's, it's thrown, and they can carry the ball as well. They can run after they catch, can right? run after catch. And I would imagine that uh, would haunt a cornerback. Yes, it does. Because if you don't make that <laughs> tackle right away, you might be in trouble. The, right? yeah, the battle is not done just because they caught the ball. No, right? it has just begun. <laughs> All right. Well, we were able to do our deal I'll, I'll without get, Bill here for Bill. the last five minutes uh, and for Bill, for Everson Walls. I'm Mickey Spagnola, and that was Mix Shots for this week. Chris Beam, thanks a lot for your help, and we'll be back next, next Thursday, Thursday on DallasCowboys.com. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?